0: Okay,
1: hit it. One, two,
2: one, two, three, and... Hi, and welcome to I Think I've Heard the Rakers. I'm Lance Porter. I write songs and play guitar in the band, the Rakers. In this podcast, I'll be talking to my bandmate, Alex V. Cook, singer and multi-instrumentalist in the band, about the ideas and craft behind our songs. For this season of the podcast, we're gonna be going song by song on our new record, the independently recorded and produced number five. Alex and I will take turns interviewing each other about our songs, depending on who wrote what. Tonight, I'll be interviewing Alex about his song, Gonzales Lights, the first track on the record. We'll also get into a little bit of the myth behind "Gonzalez Lights, and Leon will tell us a few methods to avoid the spirits that create "Gonzalez Lights.
1: My cousin never was right after she saw the Gonzales lights. Mid 1969, Janice Joplin, Charlie Daniels, and the Tabby Thomas cast about out with some voodoo Set the lights for bad for liquor sales. Seen them sit soft as you do.
2: let's go live to the Raker Studio, which is actually in the back of an old Pizza Hut. It's an old nail salon, and so if you look around the room, it's painted, the walls are painted pink, and we've put up orange acoustic tiles. So we've got a pink and orange vibe going. All of our instruments are set up for our, our regular band rehearsal that we have every Tuesday night. Tonight we're going to be joined by a few more people, uh, members of the band, guitarist Leon Lejeune, bassist Louis Roussel, and drummer Anner Byers. Did I say Anna, Anna Myers? So Alex, tell me about Gonzalez Lights. How did you come up with that song?
0: Well, first, before we get into that, in your intro, you did say that you wanted to talk about the craft and not the crap of Both our songs. actually. Actually, okay. when I said it, I was thinking. I mean, it I just like want to frame my answer based to where on it could be
2: craft or crap. Okay. Well, <laughs> depending I, I, on the night.
0: I think there's yeah, and I think it's it's yeah, exactly. It's a definite meld of this gonzalez lights was really inspired by a article i read in i believe it was dig magazine that talked about urban legends and one of them that they mentioned was the gonzalez lights which were these lights that would appear in a back road in ascension parish and that there were all these ideas of what the lights were some people were saying they were just like uh, swamp gas one of the myths is that it was a railroad lineman that had gotten decapitated, decapitated, <laughs> decapitated. By, decapitated by a train, and was like walking through the woods with a lantern looking for his head, which I I really like that. But, uh, headless railsman. Yeah, headless railsman. So Gonzales lights was my own stab at a origin story for this phenomenon.
2: so So it's kind of like the linemen of the county but
0: uh parish and yes
2: headless and parish
0: yeah yeah all that all that factors into it and part of it is because i think baton rouge is like a lot of towns where people think that uh if you ask somebody from here what's something cool about your town they'll say nothing So I kind of packed as much weird stuff about Baton Rouge as I could. So is that where the
2: Janis Joplin, Charlie Daniels, and Grateful Dead uh, somehow introducing acid
3: into the-
0: Yeah, I think it was the week after Woodstock or the week before, I forget which. Uh, the New Orleans Pop Festival. It was, was August there,
3: 1969.
0: August 1969. Mm-hmm. Leon can't remember where his car is, but <laughs> he can remember the dates for that. That um, sunburnt in my memory. <laughs> the New Orleans International Pop Festival, or New Orleans Pop Festival, was held at the Raceway in Prairieville, and uh, Grateful Dead and Janis Joplin were there. Charlie Daniels didn't play. But he was there because he was producing the Youngbloods at the time. Uh The stuff I've read about it is that the Youngbloods had just seen Easy Rider and were terrified to, like, leave the grounds. (laughs) Charlie Daniels was like, man, it's all right. Y'all get a party with those guys. And the Youngbloods were like, hell no. So this is
2: when uh, Charlie Daniels was still, like, a badass hired gun guitar player. Right. Um, yeah, from Dylan fame and all that. Exactly. Um,
0: exactly. Not, not
2: Charlie Daniels.
0: Yeah, he yeah. was not like going yeah. down to Georgia. That yeah, no, none yet. of that had happened yet. Yeah, yeah. So before so. he met
3: the double yes. right. Yeah. Right. Well. Before he made his deal.
0: I think I think he made introductions. <laughs> so that's one of the lines in the songs that about they uh, dropped acid in the in the groundwater in Prairieville I tie that into Wayne Toops, otherwise known as Cocaine Wayne. Wayne Toops was a big swamp hop performer like electrifying performer, Wayne Toops is still awesome and like just a a force to be reckoned with. So the acid got in the groundwater out to Prairieville, out to where he was playing by a bar in French Settlement, and then a whole made-up story about my cousin witnessing the fireball that came out when Wayne Toops flicked a cigarette out of his Cadillac.
2: But is this, the cousin is actually real then?
0: No, no, the cousin's a... Is a cipher for us all. Okay. I'm yeah. Experience.
4: I just uh, googled this because the last time I googled it, it was ungoogleable. Mm.
0: Uh,
4: but this time I did find one reference, and they call it the Cajun's called fufule. yes yes
0: yeah, That's right. The fire, yeah.
4: The fire, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Another tube's rest Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wayne the tubes
0: is knew
3: <laughs> that was a fufole.
0: Yeah, and that's why I flicked the cigarette out of a
3: Baptist. I don't even
0: know if Wayne Tube smokes. I assumed. He oh, smoked yeah, back of course, then. I mean, of there's no way he did. Yeah, didn't. there's no way that he did. And so imagine that the fireball got in the sky and freaked my hippie cousin out. And you die, was that so, so began the uh, Gonzalez lightsmith.
3: Cool. Wayne Tubes didn't mess with that fifoule because he knew it was a dead baby's soul that never been baptized.
0: <laughs> Is that what they are? Yep.
3: Yeah. Oh, yes, right. that's what and they. And the are. only way to to give them peace is you take your pocket knife out, stick it in the fence post, and you, you crook it the handle over so you have like a little deep with the uh-huh. blade. Why? And that deep will spread itself back and forth to lay nothing left. So that's like a,
0: that's like a, uh, Why? that's like, well, that's like the Jamaican thing with the, with the duppies, like a voodoo thing. Like, one of the things to keep a duppy, a duppy is like a spirit, like that.
4: Okay, I'm so sorry. So, you have, you're have you a baby well, it's that's... A baby that it's a baby that died but,
3: before they got baptized. Okay, like yeah, the so the it's Catholic a... Ba- it's, it's so, they're purgatory. And what,
4: but what they do is... They're in, in between. Their, their spirit selves look for bent knives in fence posts.
0: No, they get distracted by that.
4: So, okay, I'm so sorry. That's,
0: that's the deal. Okay, well,
4: they you, didn't look for it, but they got distracted by right. bent knives, and then... What is it? this just scissored themselves across it until their little souls got
3: Shredded okay. yeah, the other wow. technical version is a, a needle and it'll go through the eye How of the does a physical
4: thing out? go through a spiritual element? But then what happens
3: you know, so to their soul after it's shredded like what it they are Apparently just it took the like place released. of baptism yeah, you know, it's okay. like It was yeah. a, a way to get to heaven this if you didn't is... get there through baptism <laughs>
0: Wow. Because, like, the, the voodoo thing with the duppies of a new spirit, like, when somebody dies, the duppy leaves the body. And one of the ways to, like, keep a duppy out of your house is you put, like, 11 coffee beans in front of the door. Because they'll stop and count them, but they can only count to 10 because they can do this. So,
4: they're prenatal babies <laughs> well, can a du- count?
0: No, a duppy is like a person. Yeah. It's anybody. Different.
4: Oh, this is not. Uh, this is this is not a uh, a, a baby full
0: that full didn't. Hand. No, then no. This is a grown person, but huh. that's how you keep their ghost out of your house, is You put the eleven coffee beans. Well, at least
4: it's a full-grown. Pro-
0: okay. Yeah. So speaking of process. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. When you this this seems like a little bit of a departure from some of the other stuff that you've written in the past. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about? How'd you come up with the the, the idea and then how the song came about?
0: Um, well, I think the idea came out the same way most of them do, is that I'll hear something, I'll hear some little seed that the song can kind of grow out of,
2: like in this, your in your head, just
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so, kind of worked with that, and then I wanted to write, I wanted to write something a little more R and B than we normally do, mm. and a little more. Groovy mm-hmm. than than we normally do, or groove oriented, I guess. And uh, that's right. I remember
2: when we first started playing this, we were trying to go for sort of the Rolling Stones disco.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. Kind of and I don't know why I associated that with this subject yeah. matter, but I definitely wanted like an emotional rescue. Uh, start me up, you know, miss you. Yeah. That, that like crappy Rolling Stones kiss yeah. disco. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah, of I stuff was made which, For loving you, yeah, which is like yeah, my favorite yeah. disco, yeah, is when like rock bands did a disco tune. yeah, that's yeah. like the best. I, that's the best. I'm not sure how much of that remains, you know in the
2: song. I guess it is, but I guess I'm, yeah,
0: yeah, I think I think it's mutated enough from that, from, that.
2: from that so when you when you write a song like this, is this something that did you write the lyrics first, or did you uh, did the music come to you before?
0: I think the, the music just kind of had a general form to it. I didn't really have the chords or anything figured out quite yet, but I just kind of had a general form that mm-hmm. I went through and just kind of went through enough verses to we kind of tell the story. So I put in, like, Tabby Thomas in there. I put in Joe Tex. I put in Jimmy Swagger. Right. Tried to think, like, how many Baton Rouge things can I put into this one song? So you were trying to make Baton Rouge sound cool, and you thought of Jimmy Swagger
1: and.
0: <laughs> and Tabby Thomas and Joe Tex. Yeah.
2: Actually, I guess the combination of those is cool.
0: Right. Um, maybe standalone Jimmy Swagger. I don't know. Look, man, I'm no fan. But. I mean, what a like ferocious human being Jimmy Swagger is to, no create that, that. to create that, empire, and then that like beautiful spectacular fall.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, at a crappy hotel on Airline Highway, yes. <laughs> you know, and and I also think about that anytime I drive down Bluebonnet, and you see his compound still there, mm-hmm. and at the top there's this one thing with the crosses, and it's like kind of two crosses intersected, so they point in all cardinal directions so his What's ministry like something
4: life center minister like something yeah, mini- yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah the christian life center or whatever it is. no
4: because christian life no great. christian life is hey, different yeah that's, that's
0: but it's yeah. all been uncle.
2: kind of pieces of it have been bought up my kid was swimming out there at oh, Rock, crawfish. crawfish aquatics at yeah. one point and um, i know and of that worse the, yeah, the hotel that they built wampo built yeah. a hotel out there that's, that's the one like, that was uh,
3: unfinished for about 15 years yes. yeah yeah
2: it was like a
0: wasn't that a parking garage or something? It, no, it, was, it, it was, was supposed to be, to be dorms.
3: Yeah, I know.
0: I know uh, some friends that have a uh,
3: sunlight. That's
0: what it's Sun Life is. What it is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. They have an IT yeah. center yeah. there, <laughs> like a big data center, and one of the things is in their contract is they can't swear. Like, <laughs> if they get caught swearing, <laughs> they, they have to pay like fifty dollars. <laughs> and there was like a goes directly to there, Jimmy's
2: office or
0: whoever whoever it goes yeah. to. And uh, there was like a conference I went to there, that somebody was like, "And this shit's really cool." And they were like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah." yeah. So, well, uh, you so should, the presence, the presence is real. It wasn't me. <laughs> surprisingly uh, you
4: can't just stick a knife in the ground and hope the Kirk
0: and, war, and war. Kirk and Cook and yeah.
4: uh, by the way yeah. I, I just found that, that is confirmed right. on the internet yeah, as well.
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's but really. it's not reason. quite
4: how you knew?
0: who knew, it? Who knew Leon could be confirmed by the internet
4: it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a little bit it's uh, so the light too. will dance around the blade <laughs> instead of bothering you some Cajuns insist upon using a needle coaxing the mysterious light to pass through the eye of the needle but the Gonzalez light is non-destructive
0: Legend contends. Nice. Non destructive. Nice. Which, I mean, I didn't know that, but I held it with the song because it just hovers over town and. uh, Well, it destroyed our lives. Yeah. The song did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, how many songs do you write in a week, would you say? It depends. Like, if I've got a good head of steam on stuff, I'll write three to five songs in a week. Mm. But a lot of those songs are really just kind of like write one song, and it's terrible, and move, which is a yeah. step to write the next one, which is a step to write the next one. Yeah. And usually by the fourth or fifth one, I have something that's, you know, worth presenting.
2: How did this one fit into that process? I know it's been a while since you wrote
0: it. But... This one came pretty quick. And the structure of it, I kind of thought, bleed it off our last album, Regina, off of our last full-length Regina, that is a bunch of... Vignettes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: kind of all strung together in a very loose narrative. So I kind of thought of it in that kind of way because I really like, I really like those kind of vignette songs, like, uh, like The Wait by the band. Yeah, it was like a beautiful vignette oh, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Each one is its own little scene with Chester and with yeah, so yeah, yeah, and so yeah, and, yeah. you know. Uh, so I kind of thought like that, and the band was really heavy in my thinking. Uh, when we started writing the songs for this record, mm-hmm. I think just because I was listening to the band a lot, <laughs> probably <laughs> it's probably down, about yeah, as deep sense. as that goes. But, yeah, exactly, yeah. but uh, it was the the band and the Clash. I remember, I was kind of did a deep dive on both of those when we were coming up with the songs for this record. Which so,
2: that's not the first time. I mean, there's been in the past where we've tried to kind of channel the Clash. Mm-hmm. Um, with what we're trying to do um, but this was a little different and the clash also did their little uh, foray into disco as right well. yeah so, oh yeah so They did
0: excellent kind of foray fits. into disco like yeah. Yeah. So.
4: guys I'm sorry everything that Leon just told me is
0: in this <laughs> it's completely sorry, so, true don't
4: only me told us
2: it's accurate uh, <laughs> we've got a, our own fact checker and a buyers uh, making sure that what Leon is saying is that we're doing quality
0: journalism yes
4: yes years ago when the road contained railroad tracks for the Texas and Pacific lines a man routinely visited the area to manually switch the tracks one night his lantern failed and he was hit by the train his head was severed (laughs) that's the light his lantern was looking for his head Romig said
0: (laughs) Romig that's, I I think Romig said it. What a cool story. And then, like, I thought about figuring it all out. Like, part of it is, you know, the light hovered over Jimmy Swaggart's cross. And it lit up Joe Tex's glass house like a prism. Because down at, wasn't it at the end of Highland Road that Joe Tex had a house?
3: She,
0: she Joe Bar- Tex. I'm not, okay. Joe it, Tex, <laughs> R&B singer... Guitar player Joe Tex. I was gonna ask you what that glass. House he he had a he had a house that was like a glass house shaped like a guitar. Huh. That was like Somebody down
2: in Baton Rouge.
0: Yeah, yeah, he know. lived here.
2: That's
0: a good one. Yeah. And, uh, or at least that's what I thought. Those who. Why don't you glass confirm that? I'm
4: looking it up. Now. Confirm well. Joe
0: Tex Baton Rouge <laughs> house, but he had a big glass house that I've heard people talk about. Like they would go drive out there to look at it. And so I imagine like the fireball coming through, shining through his glass house to make this like psychedelic yeah. rainbow that you can see from Exxon to Hunt Correctional Prison. <laughs> and uh, I mean,
3: safety glass back then for yeah. sure. And
2: then Tabby decided it was bad for business. Yeah,
0: and then Tabby would decide it was bad for business.
2: This is Tabby Thomas. Why don't you tell our listeners?
0: Yeah, rocking Tabby Thomas, one of the important blues figures. It's at Segan and Highland.
2: Okay. We were talking about the glass
4: house? Yep, yep. Did you find it? Oh. Tiger droppings.
0: Yeah, good. Did all you right. It. It. So, all right. So, Tabby uh, Thomas. Tabby Thomas is a blues performer that was on Excello. Uh, he ran, a, uh, he ran a Tabby's Blues Box on North Boulevard. So, he was like an integral blues figure in Baton Rouge. Uh, for a lot of us that lived here, like that's where we went. If we wanted to go hear blues, we went to Tabby's Blues Box. It's no longer there anymore, and I just thought of the idea that Tabby would cast out the the lights with some hoodoo because it would be bad for liquor sales. Like that seems like something ta- Tabby would do. Yes. And uh, so yeah, tied that back into my cousin. I don't know. It, it's like I think songs like this are my stab at writing fiction. That anytime I've tried to write fiction, I've never liked the voice of it, but I can put that in a song, and I really like the way it comes out.
2: And there's less at risk. It's kind of like you can kind of make this little foray, and it's this self-contained right. thing. And
0: uh, whereas I didn't to, have to make a novel make sense. Well, I mean, the characters
2: all you don't have to flesh them out
0: quite as right. much. You know, they can right. be sort of half-formed. And that's what's awesome about rock and roll songs. Yeah. Is that people can take a little nugget of whatever they hear in a song, and then it becomes, it explodes in their mind and in their hearts mm-hmm. into something. Cool. Well, Less Gonzalez. Has anybody got anything to add? I think you had some uh, some brilliant points in there, Leon, about the about the the knife.
4: He's just learning how to
3: turn lens on, on the. Well, on the, it's right nice next. to get him confirmed by Anna. Yeah. Yeah. And the. The also true internet yeah, yeah so
2: the, the, and i learned
3: something new i never knew yeah i said
2: that it's not there anymore the house was about 100 yards from the entrance to the Highland road park on Highland.
0: and it, it was shaped yeah. like a guitar right yeah. i read okay. the
4: teens loved it
0: yeah it's the most valuable property in the city
4: but it was he died before it was finished right
0: so that's, that's where
2: nick Saban that's lived, or
0: uh. I like to think Nick Saban actually lived in the glass house. That was inside the bigger house that he had built out there.
3: I thought he lived in that house around the lakes that had Bring a copper roof. Bring your rocks, roof.
0: motherfuckers. <laughs> Ooh,
3: no. One of the hurricanes. no, he was out Highland Road, out there somewhere.
2: Shaped weird. like a guitar. People call it the glass mansion. Damn.
0: It was a great place to drink beer. Yeah, the there's got <laughs> to the be a teams. photo of
4: that. Now somewhere. when Toby, when, now when Toby was a, was a teenager, now he grew up in oh, Santa Oh, God. Um, but he spent most of his time in Central. And one time they did go up to the Glass House.
0: Wait, he went from Santa Monica to Central. That's a that's he kind He went of porty long... there. He no, he grew there. up he Alex.
4: He grew up in Santa Monica, but he would porty out in Central. <laughs>
0: Well, that Excuse still brings you. That still brings you nowhere near the house, but.
4: No, no, no. And then there was this one time that uh, T- uh, Toby's best friend uh, Jerry called him up and said, uh, "Toby, we're gonna go on, on a big adventure." We're gonna edit this. And they out. went all the way to Baton Rouge. <laughs> they went all the way to Baton Rouge, and they went to that glass house, and they. Uh,
2: Through stones.
4: You know, it's funny because Toby. Uh, he he don't know much, You know, I love him. But he don't, he don't know about, like, sayings and stuff. Uh, I, sayings? I, sayings. You know, like, uh, you know, what you get, you get.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> sayings. Yeah. I didn't know what you were saying with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, we'll edit most of that. Um, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what you get. It is what you get. Yeah. Sorry. So, does anybody want to add anything? Because, I mean, the thing about the songs, especially... I think these are are ones that, like, Lance and I either wrote the song and then they really came to life when we brought them to the band. So has anybody got anything they want to say about Gonzalo's lights that... Well, I want to know if Toby drove all the way from Central God. or Cinema. <laughs> I don't
4: know if Leon Well, now that's Toby. actually when Jared was living
0: with his... Um, Toby's his not real. You know. His, um, <laughs> his
4: mama, Tully was driving to heck and back every other day, because Jared's mom, uh, mama was living out in Brewery, and you would not believe the miles he put on that car.
0: Lewis, do you have anything to <laughs> to add about this? Nope, Lu- not a thing. No. <laughs> Good. Great. Lewis will be, uh, if people don't know, uh, Lewis Roussel, besides being a monster on the bass, is the luthier for the band, and has made, like, our guitars, and is a is an undersung linchpin of our sound. And made uh, his own guitar as well. And made his own guitar.
4: And his bass.
0: And his bass.
3: All right, anything else?
4: What you get, you get.
3: What you get, you get. Well, Gonzalez Lights, I spent a day at that festival.
0: Okay, tell us about the festival.
3: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I never, I didn't know nothing about it. Like, uh, from advertising, I didn't know it was even happening, but I was best man in a wedding in Bunky that morning, Saturday morning. It was just the couple getting married and me and this other girl. So, my friend Cliffy getting married. Bridesmaid? I guess you could say that. <laughs> right one maid. Yeah. It was a Catholic church in Bunky and had a suit on. So, Cliffy had a brand new chimera with the stripe down the middle because he got hit on his little all state compact moped from Sears and Roebuck by this lady in Alexandria and bummed his leg up and he got $10,000. bought two more motorcycles and a brand new Camaro. That was
4: 2.2 That's the trillion sign. dollars.
3: So anyway, so <laughs> yeah. after the okay. wedding, we decided to go to New Orleans and be these 18-year-old adults with a suit, you know, and go hit the French Quarter and drink and all that. So there was no interstate and that I recall. Or if it was in 69, we didn't take it. I don't it. think it was. No. The winter no, no. state in Baton Rouge okay, was like s- Highway. So yeah. we're, you know, <laughs> yeah. hour and a half from Bunky. We're going down Airline Highway. We see this sign, the Pop Festival or whatever it was at the racetrack. So we took a left and go a few miles and paid money to get in. And there's a shitload of people, you know, on the racetrack, which is like this banked racetrack asphalt. Mm-hmm. Not flat, but banked. So people would fill that thing up, and um, it was hot as hell. And they had all these bands, a lot of them I wasn't too familiar with. Because they weren't South Louisiana bands.
0: No, they were like the Grateful Dead. Yeah, it was like the from Janis Joplin yeah. and T-Rex played at that festival. Uh, it's a Beautiful Day. Yeah, I knew those names. Santana, Santana, Santana was at that festival, much. I think.
3: Yeah. But anyway, um I'm
4: not familiar with any of this. So we that's get in, you know,
3: and it's burning hot. So I got this suit on, black suit. I took all that off. Stripped down in my pants. That was it. And so we you stayed out suit, there. And you after had dark, suit, suit pants on, and that was it. Yeah, it was so hot. I mean, it was yeah. burning. And Leon, so after dark, we decided. Didn't have pants on. Oh yeah, I had pants. <laughs> we decided to head it to New Orleans after about eight o'clock that night. after. About dark, and get this cheap motel in Tulane with an air conditioner. And I got like a third degree sunburn, the kind you, I ain't got skin cancer yet, knock on wood, but it's the kind of give it to you. <laughs> and that sunburn killed any possibility of any romance, <laughs> which I had, I'm sure. And uh, so we'll that. We'll
4: never know now.
3: So, so yeah. you. End of the story. You said you had. To
0: That's
3: answer. the end of the story? <laughs>
0: That's it. What? Well. Well, you get what you get. Yeah. To, is there an end to these stories? I don't think we left yeah. the motel. <laughs> all
3: of the so damn hot. I mean, yeah. a sunburned so bad. All right. But if it wouldn't have been the sunburn, we'd have gone in the quarter and I'd have probably got projectile puking sick on Ted <laughs> O'Brien's hurricanes and all this shit in, in the quarter. That's hot. Midnight corn yeah. on the calm from. Uh, from from Tigiotti? From Ignatius. What's from takey-outy? Did you say outy No, the oh lucky God. dog guy.
0: I haven't, takey- okay, takey- I haven't thought of takey-outy for, like, this uh, yeah, corn on the
3: cob, and then have, like, this pound cake tin of liquid <laughs> grease and butter, <clears throat> salt and pepper. Just dip <clears throat> that thing in there and eat that corn on the cob. Yeah.
1: They no longer have that that a lucky dog.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Right. Or both. You can't You can't eat after 9
3: o'clock in New Orleans. You still get the lucky dog. Throwing up would be, um... A blessing
0: after that. Hi, this is Alex from The Rakers. I wanted to add one thing. You can go to our website, therakers.com. You can find more information about this episode, uh, more information about the band. You can keep up with this, find out when our live shows are, and also go to our Kickstarter. There's links on this page and on the SoundCloud page as well. Go there and you can help us get this album out to the people. The record's called Number 5 and we owned, we offer a number of different prize packages including a live performance or even a dream date with the Rakers. Check it out at the Kickstarter. You can find it all at therakers.com. Y'all have a good one. Thanks.